the subtle art of not giving a fuck by mark manson episode 1 do not try charles bukowski was an alcoholic a womanizer a chronic gambler a lout a deadbeat and on his worst days a poet he is probably the last person on earth you would ever look to for life advice or expect to see in any sort of self-help book which is why he is the perfect place to start bukowski wanted to be a writer but for decades his work was rejected by almost every magazine newspaper journal agent and publisher he submitted to his work was horrible they said crude disgusting depraved and as the stacks of rejection slips piled up the weight of his failure pushed him deep into an alcoholic fueled depression that would follow him for most of his life bukowski had a day job as a letter filer at a post office he got paid shit money and spent most of it on booze he gambled away the rest at the race track at night he would drink alone and sometimes hammer out poetry on his beat up old typewriter often he would wake up on the floor having passed out the night before 30 years went by like this most of it a meaningless blur of alcohol drugs gambling and prostitutes then when bukowski was 50 after a lifetime of failure and self-loathing an editor at a small independent publishing house took a strange interest in him the editor could not offer bukowski much money or much promise of sales but he had a weird affection for the drunk loser so he decided to take a chance on him it was the first real shot bukowski had ever gotten and he realized probably the only one he would ever get bukowski wrote back to the editor i have one of two choices stay in the post office and go crazy or stay out here and play at writer and starve i have decided to starve upon signing the contract bukowski wrote his first novel in 3 weeks it was called simply post office in the dedication he wrote dedicated to nobody bukowski would make it as a novelist and poet he would go on and publish six novels and hundreds of poems selling over 2 million copies of his books his popularity defined everyone's expectations particularly his own stories like bukowski's are the bread and butter of our cultural narrative bukowski's life embodies the american dream a man fight for what he wants never give up and eventually achieves his wildest dreams it is practically a movie waiting to happen we all look at stories like bukowski's and say see he never gave up he never stopped trying he always believed in himself he persisted against all the odds and made something of himself it is then strange that on bukowski's tombstone it reads don't try see despite the book sales and the fame bukowski was a loser he knew it and his success stemmed not from some determination to be a winner but from the fact that he knew he was a loser accepted it and then wrote honestly about it he never tried to be anything other than what he was 
the genius in Bukowski's work was not in overcoming unbelievable odds or developing himself into a shining literary art. It was the opposite. It was his ability to be completely and flinchingly honest with himself, especially the worst parts of himself, and to share his feelings without hesitation or doubt. This is the real story of Bukowski's success. his comfort with himself as a failure bukowski did not give a fuck about success even after his fame he still showed up to poetry readings hammered and verbally abused people in his audience he still exposed himself in public and tried to sleep with every woman he could find fame and success did not make him a better person nor was it by becoming a better person that he became successful and famous self improvement and success often occur together but that does not necessarily mean they are the same thing our culture today is obsessively focused on unrealistically positive expectations be happier be healthier be the best better than the rest be smarter faster richer sexier more popular more productive more invited and more admired be perfect and amazing and crap out 12 carat gold nuggets before breakfast each morning while kissing your selfie ready spouse and two and a half kids goodbye then fly your helicopter to your wonderfully fulfilling job where you spend your days doing incredibly meaningful work that is likely to save the planet one day but when you stop and really think about it conventional life advice all the positive and happy self help stuff we hear all the time is actually fixating on what you lack it lasers in what you perceive your personal shortcomings and failures to be already and then emphasizes them for you you learn about the best ways to make money because you feel you don't have enough money already you stand in front of the mirror and repeat affirmations saying that you are beautiful because you feel as though you are not beautiful already you follow dating and relationship advice because you feel that you are unlovable already you try goofy visualization exercise about being more successful because you feel as though you are not successful enough already ironically this fixation on the positive on what is better what is superior only serves to remind us over and over again of what we are not of what we lack of what we should have been but failed to be After all, not truly happy person feels the need to stand in front of a mirror and recite that she is happy. She just is. There is a saying in Texas, the smallest dog barks the loudest. A confident man does not feel in need to prove that he is confident. A rich woman does not feel in need to convince anybody that she is rich. Either you are or you are not. and if you are dreaming of something all the time then you are reinforcing that the same unconscious reality over and over that you are not that everyone and their tv commercial wants you to believe that the key to a good life is a nicer job or a more rugged car or a prettier girlfriend or a hot tub with an inflatable pool for the kids the world is constantly telling you that the path to a better life is more 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 and buy more own more make more fuck more be more you are constantly bombarded with messages to give a fuck about everything all the time 
give a fuck about a new TV, give a fuck about having a better vacation than your co-workers, give a fuck about buying the new lawn ornament, give a fuck about having the right kind of selfie stick. Why? My guess. Because giving a fuck about more stuff is good for business. And while there is nothing wrong with good business, the problem is that giving too many fucks is bad for your mental health. It causes you to become overly attached to the superficial and fake, to dedicate your life to chasing a mirage of happiness and satisfaction. The key to a good life is not giving a fuck about more, it is giving a fuck about less. Giving a fuck about only what is true and immediate and important. Rohit speaks, signing off.